Let's go. I'm a- What's up, everybody? Jeff Sintel. It's another Wednesday night. That means back porch. Before the hedges, we're talking about all things about the Georgia Bulldogs football program. Before those young men get between the hedges, that's why we're aptly named Before the Hedges. Brought to everybody by Kroger, those good folks at Kroger. Get on those click lists. Get in those dedicated lanes. Get your shopping done and return your life back to normalcy. Uh, grab back control of your life through uh, Kroger. A lot of stuff to get to today. I think I want to start with, I had a chance to chat with recent Georgia commit Brock Bowers recently, and it was right after he made his commitment. I wanted to save those comments for our program tonight. And I tell you what, this is a different young man. I don't know if I've really ever heard a Georgia commit uh, five plus years of doing this really articulate maybe one of the major catalysts or the major major agents for why he chose Georgia in this specific way. We had a conversation with Brock Bowers. Uh, before we get into that, I want to say thank you to Facebook. Thank you to YouTube. If you can hear me okay, let me know. If you're on your back porch enjoying a Wednesday night like I am, let me know. Uh, everybody at YouTube, hope you guys are having a great evening as well. With all that said, let's hear Dog Nation and Brock Bowers. Let's listen in right now. Was there any reason why yesterday, Brock? What was the reason why you decided to let it out yesterday? Um, I mean, there wasn't really like anything like special going on or nothing. I just, um, I just like thought it. I don't know. I just like felt ready to get everything over with. I kind of like, I kind of like started to know like the week before. And I was just kind of like, just I just slept on for a couple of days, and then Friday I talked to the coaches and everything there, and then um, like I talked, I talked to um, Coach Hartley and Coach Smart, and then I, I was just like, I'll release it Monday, just to make it easier. So, what was Kirby's reaction? Um, <laughs> I think Hartley messed them a little bit before cause he, he was like, he was like, I thought I, I thought you were calling me to tell me like that I was going to wa- that you were going to Washington. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I was like, nah, <laughs> got him there. So he, he was pretty. He seemed pretty happy about it too. So they were trying to, they were trying to play a joke on Hartley. You were trying to play a joke on on Smart. Who was it? I, I think, I think Hartley said something to Smart that made him think that I was going to Washington. Oh man! So he was belly aching when you talked to him, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was good though. It was good. Brock, what was the main reason? I guess from listening to you in your last two self-guided visits, was it really between Washington and Georgia, and what was the difference for the Bulldogs? Um, I think uh, the because, like, at both places, like, the people were great. And um, I think just uh, the main thing that made it different is uh, just, like, at, like, not being in a big city like that and um, just being able to be able to enjoy myself outside of football, too, like, just looking, like, bigger picture. Just being able to, like, get out of practice and just, like, kind of chill instead of having to battle a bunch of people in the city. You, uh, I hear you're a fisherman. Are you a hunter? What else do you do? Outdoors? Yeah, I mean, you're an outdoors guy? Yeah, I like, I like to hunt. Um, that's my main thing. I'll fish sometimes. But, um, I actually, I actually, it was actually opening weekend, this weekend, uh, out here, or, like, last weekend. So... What'd you get? Did you hunt turkey? Did you hunt deer? What did you hunt? Uh, it, it, was, it was opening deer, so I, I just I just saw like a, it was it was pretty small. It was nothing to like brag about or anything, but 
it was like my first one like four years because like we, we I've had football, so <laughs> it's hard to get out. Wow. Brock, is football good for you? I guess you're just going to work and train. What's that look like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, we're still hoping for a season in January, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> so you're not you're not going to enroll early, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I'm going to stick out my senior year. Yeah, Brock, if, if you can think about when you actually knew, what was the reason? What was it when 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 Georgia, you know, I guess legged it out? What was the reason why? Do you remember the exact? Can you put your finger on why when you knew when you knew? Um, I mean, in the like, I remember the morning that day. We just kind of like sat down, talked about it. Like we made like a plus. Me and my uh, parents made like a plus minus board and everything, and we were just going through it. And I just kept thinking about it. And I talked to them that night again, and I was just like, I, I was just, um, I don't know. I just felt like it was, it was like the right, the right place for me. And they felt the same way too. They really liked it. Brock, did you know? leaving your Georgia visit that it was likely Georgia or was it really contested and Washington made you think? Can you explain that for me? I mean, after the Georgia visit, it went, it went great. But, um, I, like, cause the last two times I went up to Washington, I didn't, I didn't see anything else besides, uh, like a, we went to a game up there and then we saw like a spring practice, but I never really got to see like the area around, uh, Washington and like Washington has always been like really like intriguing to me. Um, but like just after, I don't know, it was, it was just like seeing what was around the city and then just kind of comparing the two that I felt like Georgia was right for me. It's funny. Nathan said the same thing is he said, I think he just wanted to go to college in a small town. Is it something as simple as that Brock? Cause that's kind of what you said a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, um, it's like all, all the people at Georgia and like and surrounding the program are all great. And then, Obviously, you're you're gonna need one in there, um, and you're playing in the SEC and everything. But yeah, and then also like that plays a big factor too, because I just I don't know. It's just kind of like what I grew up grew up like in, kinda, and um, I just kind of like it better than having to just be around a ton of people in like a big city like that. Do you see what's going on in the world and see Pac-10 folding up, Big Ten folding up, but like the SEC still? still trying and plugging away and chopping and wood and trying to play. Does that make an impression on you about how important football is to where you're going? I mean, yeah. Um, that that was kind of another thing. Like, um, just all, like, the stuff that, that was happening in the Pac-12, like the, um, like, the demands and everything. It was just kind of, like, weird. And then, like, in that, I don't know, like, the SEC, just, like, football, kind of everything down there in the South and everything. So, that was cool. What do you think of Hartley's um, edit where he was very bonked in the home run? What do you think of that? Oh, that <laughs> that one that that had that was really funny to me. I was, <laughs> I was dying for that. <laughs> uh, Brock, do you do you see yourself if they have visits? Do you see yourself taking your five? Do you see yourself getting an official to Georgia if they allow it? Or where are you at with visits? Do you think you're done? Or are you gonna you gonna try and take visits if you can? Or do you not want to complicate things? I mean, I don't really know if I want to complicate anything. Um, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> – I don't know. I'm just kind yeah. of – I just kind of feel done with it and everything. Because, like, when I committed, I kind of wanted it to be, like, kind of final. Just, like, have – just, like, yeah. one play. That's why I was waiting. Yeah. 
All right, guys, that is Brock Powers. <clears throat> I think that's like about six good minutes. You'll see more of that, more of that interview and read more of that interview tonight on the pages of dognation.com. It's about 6'3", like I said, about 225. He will not enroll early. Um, really, really just came down to like a country music song, sort of. He wanted a small town, wanted a place where he could chill and have a life outside of practice. Um, you know, that's just, it's just a different way of doing that. I, I think you'll, you'll read from me later tonight, and I've said early in the program, I don't think I've ever really heard an, a recruit make mention and convince me that one of the reasons he chose Athens was because Athens was a small town. And, you know, you had to compare that to Napa where he grew up in and, and also Seattle, which was the campus of the university of Washington. Uh, Joseph Kennedy, man, thank you for uh, the hair gel comment. I need to work on a hair gel sponsor. That's probably something that my man, uh, BJ Sweeney should, uh, should get involved in. Thank you to everybody so far that's joined in Jerry Popham. Wanted to send a special shout out to you, um, everybody on uh, talking about recruiting, everybody talking about Corey Foreman, Robert Reynolds, how are you? How's everybody on Facebook? Uh, let me jump over here to YouTube. Uh, uh, Michael Porter, how are you? Tony Glover, how are you? Keith Simmons, how are you? So, um, you know, we're going to kind of rip through a lot of things on our show today. I think maybe – um, the things to come in mind right now is everybody's kind of reacting to the, the, the postponement, which it's just cancellation folks. I don't think they're going to play in the spring. I'm talking about the PAC 12 and I'm talking about the big 10. What does that mean? It looks like, uh, Sunbelt's going to, going to marshal on. So will the ACC and the SEC for now today certainly would have been a good day for a schedule drop from the SEC as well, but it was the big 10 so far, excuse me, the big 12 so far today. And, you know, lots of things to look at there in terms of, you know, who plays in the spring. Well, the early enrollees that are at those schools, like the Pac-12 schools and also the Big Ten schools, will they have eligibility? Yeah, they will because it's the same thing as them participating on the team, playing in spring practice. If everything goes according to their current plan and they do play in the spring, then those early enrollee freshmen would be available to play in the spring the same way they could participate in spring practice or on their spring games. Reminder, they are part of the team. They are enrolled in school, so they would obviously have the ability to play in the spring. And for a lot of those programs, you're looking at what I would call a nefarious precaution or a preposition of looking at Georgia, I mean, looking at these schools, not Georgia, playing a spring practice or having a spring season, normally when they would have spring practice, and then also playing a fall schedule. And, folks, that is not a good thing for the human body as well when you talk about the game of football. I don't care how tough these 18 to 21 year old men have and their remarkable recovery times. That to me seems like a dicey proposition. Speaking of things, I want to take a look at the Georgia commitment board. It's plus one today um, after the commitment of Brock Bowers on, on Monday. If you look at it right now, Bowers now slots in there as the fourth highest rated commitment on the Georgia board. You start out with Brock Vandegrift. His rankings have remained the same. Micah Morris, his rankings have remained the same. David Daniel out of Woodstock High School. Uh, you guys might know that as that's the community where I live. A little bit of uh, off-the-field news to report with Woodstock High School. They have decided when they did go to school um, last Monday, they have decided due to 14 confirmed cases and also 15 pending cases 
due to symptoms and tests, they have decided to go digital learning right now. They've pulled out of day-to-day in-class face-to-face instruction until at least August the 31st. Now that's Woodstock High School where um, David Daniel goes to school. Uh, Moving right along in number four, you see that name up there. That is Brock Bowers, the talented young man out of Napa, uh, California. He's a new name on the uh, commitment list right there for the University of Georgia. Uh, Lavoisier Carroll, his rankings have stayed the same. Dylan Fairchild, but folks call him Manchild. His rankings have stayed the same. Uh, Coming up next on the list, I believe you would have uh, Elijah Judy out of – out of uh, Northeast High School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Elijah Judy is ranked as the nation's number 160 overall prospect. <clears throat> before that, you saw Jonathan Jefferson, who actually slides in before him there, the nation's number 13 strong side defensive end. Now, folks, Jonathan Jefferson is ranked as a defensive end, but he's already well over 270 pounds. He will be a defensive tackle in college on Saturdays. He will move inside. Elijah Judy, as mentioned before, number 166 overall. Jamon Dumas-Johnson, he's the same. Chaz Chambliss is the same. The only two changes are Georgia's lone three-star commits, which would be Adonai Mitchell out of uh, Antioch, Tennessee. He's now living in Texas. He moves up one spot to the nation's number 369 overall prospect. The same can be said for Jared Wilson. He moved up one spot, so we got 1% better over the last week on the, on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Uh, you have Jared Wilson, who was a flip from North Carolina and an original commitment to the University of Georgia. Now, the news with Bowers, uh, if you guys are smart and astute this Wednesday evening, you know that uh, commitment off the top targets list means you open up a slot for a new name on the top targets list. And maybe we're still able, I think, in my mind, to go 13 or two. And I don't, I don't think the top targets list will – will will remain uh, the same accordingly. I think it will shrink with the next couple of commitments coming down the track. But number 13, we've got him there ceremoniously every week. Perhaps if somebody wanted to argue that I'm doing something quite like Brandon Adams would do in trying to speak uh, something into existence for that fan base, or at least the possibility of Mason Smith out of Louisiana. Going to be certainly hard for Georgia to beat LSU there, but uh, I would think that Georgia would probably have an edge over every other school chasing Mason Smith right now, except for those LSU Tigers. The new name on the list this week is Malcolm Najet Johnson. He recently established his top five. Georgia was in that top five. He's out of St. Stephen's and St. Agnes in Alexandria, Virginia. The new name this week on the list. Of course, the addition of a new name also means that a new name, all the other names on the list likely move up. That's just the case there with Kamari Lassiter out of American Christian. He's expected to make his commitment in the month of August or early September as well. Uh, Number 10, that's a name that everybody might think that this traction with the Big Ten might allow Georgia to get back in there as well or get in stronger uh, and deeper in there with Donovan Edwards out of West Bloomfield High School in West Bloomfield, Michigan. That um, ranking goes up. Number nine, Shamar Turner, that's the talented defensive end edge. Defensive line hybrid. I uh, could see him playing some tackle as well. It's already a very big young man out of DeSoto, Texas. He's moved up this week. Uh, you see uh, Dejan Nugget Warren recently established his top three. You guys heard from him on a recent edition of Before the Hedges as well. He moves up. Number seven is Xavier Sori out of IMG Academy now. 
Xavier Sori, they call him Scissor, <clears throat> Scissor Hand Sori for the, the time that he gave uh, Glenn Schumann a haircut on a Georgia visit. He's now out of IMG Academy, playing out of IMG Academy. We'll be able to enroll early. Uh, certainly seems like Georgia, Florida, and Alabama are the schools to monitor there. Number six is the four-star safety man, Tarion Arnold, up. Man, I really like this young man in the uh, 2021 class. If he ends up with, coming to Georgia, he would have the ability, in my opinion, to play right away, be a factor in the kicking game as well because he has unique special teams ability. Number five, a new name that – a name that not a new name for this board, but a new name that's cracking into the top five this week for the first time is Nyland Green out of Covington, Georgia. You've heard whispers about him trending towards Clemson earlier this spring, and then it was Auburn a little bit later in the summer, and now you hear a lot of things about Georgia. Nyland Green told me that he wanted to make his decision. He kind of estimated it or ballparked it a little bit. He told me that he wanted to make his decision sometime around the middle of the season, the middle of the Georgia high school football season. I certainly feel that's a timeline that could move up. Number four, let me know on, on Dog Nation YouTube and number uh, and Dog Nation Facebook how you like to see this name moving on up down the track a little bit. I've moved up Corey Foreman to the nation's, the nation's number two overall prospect. I've moved him up to the number four slot on the top targets list for August the 12th of 2020. Uh, he moves up. Number three remains the same. Schmile Munden Jr. out of Paulden County High School. Uh, had about 48 tackles last year while playing uh, both ways for the Paulden County Patriots. Did some kick return. Played a lot of lot on offense. He racked up over 1,000 all-purpose yards for Paulden County. He's been touted as the highest-rated prospect ever in the history of Paulden County. Would certainly believe that. He is a five-star um, Smile Munden Jr. had over a thousand all-purpose yards. You saw him running those jet sweeps on his highlight film as well. Number two is Tyrion Ingram Dawkins. TID as he's known on the Dog Nation message board out of Gaffney, South Carolina at number two. And number one is Amarius Mims out of Bleckley County in Cochrane, Georgia. Did you guys get a kick out of last week watching his cell phone ring with the, the voice prompt of uh, Coach Luke calling? Quick poll for everybody out there watching us tonight. Who has voice caller ID on their on their Apple smartphones or their Samsung Galaxies or whatever? I want to know, is that a thing? Is that a thing? How many of you folks out there actually have voice caller ID prompt so you don't have to look down at your smartwatch? You don't have to look at your phone. You can just get a verbal alert about who is calling you. Um, those guys are your top targets and as promised earlier there's the commitment list about uh what we think uh are the latest known basically guidelines or parameters when some of these top targets will commit uh let's start uh we'll make their decision to some school kamari lasseter we already mentioned him the three star he looks like august Tyrion ingram dawkins is constantly uh moving his uh list up and down back and forth and everything else like that uh, he's constantly moving uh, his list all around, uh, backing it up, taking time. I think he's a young man that wants to take his visits. Shamar Turner out of Texas would be September, August, September, October, I feel. Amarius Mims, remember, that's that birthday on October the 14th, a five-star. He told me if he doesn't have it on August the 12th or the 13th, he is going to make that decision on, August, on October the 14th. Donovan Edwards, 
still, I think that's a young man that needs to take some visits or would like to take his visits. Hear a lot of Oklahoma there with uh, Donovan Edwards as well, besides Michigan and Georgia and other schools. Malcolm Johnson Jr., he doesn't really have a timeline in mind. He's going to want to run track in the spring. Uh, Malcolm Johnson Jr. Uh, just did drop Georgia into his top five as well. Tim and, uh that's the guy that he would want to make his wait as long as he could to make his college decision. He needed to sift through all the data, surf through everything he needed that he'd learned about each of those schools. I would probably right now, even given the climate and the way things are going, I would look for him to make his decision sometime around October to December. I know that's a wide range. Scott Cochran, I think, is really big there with Tim Keenan. Uh, Tim Keenan probably took 15 to 20 visits to Alabama. Uh, he's just right there out of Birmingham, Alabama at Ramsey High. That's a magnet school in Metro Birmingham, a Birmingham City school. He's also been to Georgia quite a lot as well. Uh, Nyland Green looks like sometime between now and October. Dejan Nugget Warren wanted to do it on December the 14th, but he's told me the process does tend to weigh in on him a little bit, wear on him a little bit. He could make that uh, at any time, just whenever he feels comfortable. He's not locked into that December date. Xavier Sori Jr., look for him to make his decision during the early signing period, if that's still what sticks on the NCAA recruiting calendar. Uh, he is out of IMG Academy. Mason Smith uh, wants to make his decision uh, during uh, signing day during the early period. Corey Foreman, the same thing there. He's going to be an early en enrollee at one lucky school. With Foreman, I think Georgia, LSU, Oregon, those look like the major contenders for Corey Foreman. As we've seen, we've heard of late, Foreman was wanting to take an unofficial self-guided visit to check out Athens on his own over the next couple of weeks. Again, they're not playing football in the state of California, kind of like Brock Bowers. He's hoping right now that he would hear some good words about them playing California high school football in the spring as well. Uh, last name on the list is he is a doozy, Terry and Arnold. December to February, he's a guy that would likely make his decision on the traditional national signing day. He does have a very high interest in Georgia. I would think Alabama would be another school to consider there as well, among many others. Guys, that is a quick run through of top targets, the commitment list, and also the commitment timelines. We feel like this is pretty much the, a, a good time in our show to recognize and thank and think about Kroger, what they do stocking our pantries and our, with, with their goods and services they provide for each community. They fill up their shelves so we can fill up our homes with good food. Let's hear a quick word right now from those good folks at Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys, I'm back here for DogNation.com. You're watching before the Hi Kroger. Um, you guys got a question, you feel free to drop it in into the comment section on Facebook and YouTube, and I'll do my best to surf over there and get it. Uh, while we're letting those populate a little bit, I want to make sure we uh, take a look at a few, uh, a few of our uh, online chatter that we have, some of the tweets that we've picked out over the last couple of weeks that uh, – over the last week since our last time um, – 
we chatted. I think the first one, let's just pull up Brock Bowers. He made his commitment to Georgia on Monday. Check out that edit up right there. A little backstory behind the Brock Bowers uh, commitment is um, he actually made a, I guess you would call it a silent commitment. It wasn't very long of a silent commitment. He made that on Friday, last Friday, to, told the coaches on the Georgia staff, we will have a great conversation. Um, we'll recap kind of a great little moment there with him and our, and our content story on dognation.com later tonight. But uh, he made that commitment to Georgia on Friday. He wanted to wait until Monday. No needed to rush everything to make his decision known with his commitment, edit drop, and everything else like that. I want to take you to a couple of tweets right now. The first one I'll pull up is from former Carrollton High School quarterback N.J. Morris. I say former Carrollton High School quarterback N.J. Morris because he's transferred. And it's a different transfer because he's going back to the school where he was in middle school, where he was a ball boy. He went to middle school at Pace Academy. If you see that edit right there, um, pretty slick edit right there uh, with Morris going back to play for Pace Academy. I'll tell you what, that school right there becomes an immediate contender in Class 3A. MJ Morris, the way he can sling that ball around is the nation's number two dual threat prospect for the class of 2022. Uh, he's going to have a loaded room of wide receivers, I feel, to throw to. Not just Jaden Thomas, uh, the talented four-star receiver, but he's going to have a lot of underclassmen targets as well. Um, season goes on. I think Pace could play 12, 13, 14 games easily, maybe even the 15th game if a full slate of Georgia high school games happen. I think this is a young man that is a contender to throw for 3,500, 4,500 yards, given the receivers on that team if he gets a chance to play and take that many snaps. Uh, MJ Morris is interesting because um, another name I want to bring up is uh, Sam Bacay. And I know lots of people in the industry uh, kind of say that name and they don't really know the correct pronunciation. That is the correct pronunciation for Sam Bacay. Look at that right there. Uh, the 2022 uh, All-American, he's already committed to the All-American Bowl, which is the former U.S. Army All-American Bowl, now the Adidas game. He makes a tweet, shares a tweet today. I thought that was very interesting about he is going to play top um, with the top quarterback in the country. He wants to follow the top quarterback in the country. Uh, one of the things I, I see scrolling across my phone as I'm doing this live show right now is the NCAA has now granted an extra year of eligibility for anyone that doesn't play in 50% of their games uh, this fall or this spring due to any COVID-19 concerns. So that's an interesting time element, which kind of confirms what we thought the, uh, the NCAA was going to do. Uh, one of the tweets I want to also pull up here, uh, going back to Brock Bowers, it's one from Todd Hartley. I think this was a very clever animation, animation gift. I think uh, Todd Hartley, whose young son is a, quite the baseball player himself in his own right, he goes deep here and he hits a bomb to maybe into the into the into the the bay there in San Francisco. You see how the Georgia probably the Georgia Digital uh, creatives right there have, have photoshopped and put together an edit with uh, Todd Hartley's face on top of Home Run King Barry Bonds's face. I thought that was quite clever. You see another you see another tweet here from Brock. Vandegrift uh, celebrating Brock Bowers committing to the University of Georgia, um, calling out that that's a future roommate right there. Um, 
love this tweet here from Trayon Webb. Now we wrote about Trayon Webb on DogNation.com earlier this week, and it's a 2023 commit. And certainly, we get. I know most folks out there that says Jeff, 2021, 2022, brother. It takes a lot for me to catch some interest about a 2023 prospect. Well, look at this. This is the 2023 prospect to pay attention to, not just because he's already a commitment to the University of Georgia. He wants to be a part of that RBU fraternity. But look at this squat right here. Already over 500 pounds on the squat. Check out this tweet right here from Trayon Webb. Uh, this is a young man who has yet to play his high school sophomore season. Todd Hartley offered him when he was at Miami as a seventh grader. That was the spring of his seventh grade season when he was practicing with the varsity, practicing up with the varsity. And we've written a lot about Trayon this week because he made the comment to me that the 2023 class, of which there's only one public commitment, and that is Trayon Webb, that he said this class, the 2023 class, is going to be so deep that it will, when everybody commits together and plays together, that it will break the internet. And that was a tweet that I that I shared, and you, it was amazing watching some of the 2023 uh, big talents, future All-Americans, future four and five stars, future high four and five stars react to this tweet. One of these is from Georgia Legacy, uh, Justin Benton. You see the tweet here, and uh, he replied uh, to, the, to that tweet in his own unique and special way. A lot of young men had their own reactions to that. I thought Justin's. Georgia legacy, Justin Benton, the talented 2022 defensive lineman who uh, is at Newton High. We've written about him. He's already said that Georgia feels like home. Uh, that was a very interesting response from Justin Benton as well. Um, let me see. One more tweet I wanted to show you to make sure I get them all. Was uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to coin a term here. That's going to be Beck. Yeah, look at this tweet from uh, Carson Beck's quarterback trainer, uh, Denny Thompson out of Jacksonville, Florida. Carson came back quickly over the last week, over the last weekend, to work out with his trainer in their uh, facility right there at Six Points, Jacksonville. Look at those throws. Look at Carson on the move. Got some velo on that ball, making the throws to the deep parts of the field. That's why I, I kind of say that you're going to hear a lot of sportscasters come up with some Beck, yeah, Moynikers right there for how well. Carson Beck can deliver the football in tight windows. Um, that's what you got right there from Carson Beck. Um, one other tweet that I wanted to bring to you is, folks, I got to show you this, man. It takes a lot for me to bring up a 2025. You hear me talking about 2023 recruits. Look at this video right here. I want to introduce you to Xander Smith. Um, Xander Smith. Now, he, is an, he will be an eighth grader this fall. He is 13 years old. He will be 14 in September. There's no reclassification here whatsoever. He's six foot two and about 205 pounds. Look at how put together and developed this young man is. Sure, he's got to work on some things there with his delivery and when he's letting go of the ball and some mechanics issue right there. But look at those broad shoulders right there. Xander Smith will be an eighth grader this fall. His older brother, Zach, is a, on the Miami football team. He is a linebacker, so he knows a thing or two about competition, recruiting, and big-time college football. That is a mighty impressive-looking quarterback for an eighth grader. 
prospects, specimen, physical young men, whatever you want to say. He has also led some seven-on-seven teams, 14 and under seven-on-seven teams, to a few national and regional or big-time tournament championships. So we know that he can spin it a little bit as well. Xander Smith. Um, One other tweet, which we kind of related. I'm trying to keep up with all these really fast right here. Peyton Kirkland also had a tweet response to what Treyon Webb said about the 2023 class at Georgia would likely break the internet about what would happen about all the big names in there. Peyton Kirkland, we've written about him on the pages of dognation.com. That is a six foot six, 285 pound offensive tackle. He's a lot of Andrew Thomas aspirations in his game. Georgia is his dream school as well. And he also chimed in right there on that tweet from Treyon regarding Treyon Webb about the uh, potential right now. I know it's basically three seasons away, but here's a point of clarification here. I was around when the 2017 class came together at Georgia, the 2018 class, the 2019 class. Those were loaded, stacked classes. I have never seen a class as organized and as networked this early. And the other thing is these young men, you mentioned some of those size and you see the weights that Trayon Webb is throwing away around as well. These guys all look like elite juniors and seniors right now, and they're already getting together. There's a text message thread that goes about 30 players deep right now where all those guys are talking together. They want to play together. They've got players from all over, Texas, Alabama, Florida, state of Georgia, Virginia, all over the country. They're already um, mobilizing and internalizing, um, wanting to play together. Uh, All right, guys, that was your online chatter for this week. I want to take a quick spin if you guys got any questions. Uh, Let me take out – let me give honors to Facebook first. Um, Ace Dog likes Brock to to back-to-back. Enrique Murillo, the Gators are pushing hard for those two guys as well. Um, Gray Goose brings up that Brock to Brock Scott Howard tagline as well. Um, Yeah, lots of – I hope you guys like that Brock Bowers interview and that Brock Bowers – huddle film as well this is a very unique player he had i think 50 tackles about 400 yards rushing he returned to kickoff for a touchdown uh did a lot of things he also caught 21 touchdown passes for napa high in napa california over the last two seasons will not get a fall season as we discussed earlier let me see what's going on on facebook uh hugh nash man i appreciate you man thank you for the very kind words um hope everybody is uh enjoying themselves tonight hope we could give you a chance to entertain you a little bit about all things georgia football uh christopher wife just go back catch it on soundcloud catch it on the apple podcast platform you can also catch it on spotify uh to take a look at everything uh take a look at everything we had in the beginning of the show uh brian marcoulier thanks for your comment mike anderson i know what you mean there about about carson beck um all right guys got some things cooking for us later on tonight on dog nation dognation.com i want to say thank you again for another wednesday night i know it feels like we just got on but i had to do quick like you know you remember this sign quick hurry up no no huddle offense right there um had to get through a lot of material also wanted to make sure i gave you guys a little bit more time in the rest of your evening, besides just talking about Georgia recruiting all day. Uh, we got stories to write and everything else like that. Uh, from everyone here at dognation.com, I want to say thanks for you guys checking in and hanging out with us on the back porch. 
for another Wednesday Night Live. We call it Before the Hedges on dognation.com. Thanks to YouTube. Thanks to Facebook. And thanks to everybody for joining us again. We'll see everybody again very soon on the pages of dognation.com. You, your family, and your loved ones, have yourself a great evening tonight. And we'll see you for Cover 4 tomorrow. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.